Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife Lacey and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Here I am. How are your braces? Oh, you know what? I thought I was ready to throw myself off a building on, what day was it? Thursday. But they've gotten better. They've gotten better. I had an adjustment on Monday. Yeah. So. Is your phone going off? Yeah, I turned everything off on it. I don't know what's happening. Should I answer it? It's a no caller ID. Yeah, do it. Hello? Yes. Oh, hi. Yeah, go ahead. I'm doing a podcast right now, though, okay? Okay. No problem. Thanks. Love you. Who is it? Bye. It's Lydia calling from her Kindle. Oh, okay. The kids figured out how to... um. I don't even, honestly, this is what dates me. I don't even know how they did it, but they figured out how to make Wi-Fi calls from their Kindle. They can have five <laughs> numbers in them, but they use my account. So I can't call them, but they can call me. Right. So it kind of solves a problem for me if them getting to, getting a hold of me, but the problem is I can't get hold of them. Yeah, but like for emergencies, it's fantastic. Because yeah, it's they're great. Just it's us. great, but it could be like, yeah. Well, I don't know. It could be somebody selling insurance or it could be my daughter. Well, you know what's funny is on yeah. your phone, it comes in as no caller ID, but on mine, it says Lacey Steele. Yeah, because it messes with my phone's head. It's yeah. like, oh, so no oh. one ever's calling myself. I don't know what to do. Oh, no, ah. ID. no ID. No ID. Um, so you were, okay, you started to talk. And I started I, to talk, I did. And then I told you to stop because I wanted to save it because the subject I thought was fantastic for you. Well, here, here's the, the thing I wanted to talk to you, Nathaniel, about was that Ariana, she is kicking up her summer businesses again. Correct. Which are? She, you, she has a number. She has, she has Ari's Wash and Roll, which is her um, car washing business. Which she's expanded this year. She has. She has employees. And then she also she does have employees and she does also have... <laughs> She does also have her um, dog walking business, which she's abandoned a little bit, and she's focusing on the car washing. Well, she's knowing she makes more money. She makes way more money yeah, at the you car got washing it. business. Yeah, exactly. And it's she has repeat customers mm-hmm. because, you know, your car always gets dirty. So this year, though... And I want to say, yeah. so her and I drove the other day by all of her uh, clients. Yes. They do a fantastic job. Do they? Have, yeah. Have you seen? So, like, I was driving by because I was a little leery. I know. I'm always a little leery. Yeah, right? Well, a few, not too long ago, she used a green scrubby on our car. So, I've Like always... one of those Scotch-Brite <laughs> yeah. abrasive scrubs? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, and she used it on our neighbor's car. She did. So, we had um, to, like, really clarify what kind of tools <laughs> that we use for car washes. But that was eons ago. That was at least a year ago. <laughs> Well, actually, she used a green scrubbing on the neighbors, but years ago when we first got the Honda, yeah, back when we were living in Alaska, we got a car. It was new to us. We were so excited about it, and she used a sandpaper sponge on it. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. You do remember that? <laughs> so anyway, she has progressed yeah. as a businesswoman. She is now um, really f- primarily focusing on Ari's wash and roll, Yes. and she goes out this last week she's went out for a minimum of an hour i think for four days in a row yeah and um the thing that's funny about it this time is she wants to hang out with her friends but she still wants to make money yeah so she cuts them into the, the business of yeah and i think she's made she's made around 90 dollars. that's her cut that's her cut but technically the business itself has made closer to 300 dollars. right right and so and that's in the span of a month no, honey, that's been the last four days. Oh, the last four days. The la- that's the last four days. Wow. Okay, I was yeah. thinking month. No, she's doing well for a 10-year-old, yeah. She reminds me of you. <laughs> so, you know, she has this money, and I'm telling her, because it's just so hard to teach her 
it's always been hard to teach her value because she just, I don't know what it is with the child, but people just buy her things. They give her money on the street. I mean, this has always been the way it is with her. Um, we've had it happen before, and this is no joke. She saved up her money, went in to buy things, been out of money, mm-hmm. and someone right after she spends her money gives her a bunch more money. Mm-hmm. So she, she just or just simply gives her the thing that buys her the thing that she wanted but didn't have enough money for. Right, and it's yeah. I've had people stop me and ask me if they could buy her things. I've got to the checkout line before, and people have bought her stuff and left it there. I. I don't know how to, I do yeah. not know how to train up this child except for how to steward all that money she gets <laughs> because she's just always has it. So right. um, anyway, I told her, I said, instead of going and buying, I think she really wants a hoverboard, which I don't think she'll play with very long. I said, why don't you take the money you earned in the last few days and invest it back into your business, either yeah re-up your supplies with your business, expand right. because she's borrowing her friend's wagon. So she has it like hitched on the back of her bike. It's awesome. But she it's like her buy your supplies. own. Yeah, you yeah. buy your own wagon, you get yeah. another sponge. She has a purple sponge now that she's named Violet. But now that she's expanded her employee base, she needs a few more sponges. I said, so you could either do that. You could definitely invest back in your car wash. Right. Or you could start an entirely different business yeah. if you wanted to just because I don't want her to burn out her friends our neighbors <laughs> you know because we gotta live there she I mean she's going pretty far and wide though I know I know and it's it's it's, it's now encircling about a six block radius right and she had one woman the other day who told her that for me to text her and she put her info on Facebook so people could call her and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, we're not going to put our 10-year-old daughter's face and phone number on... Marketplace. Nope. No, so I told her that that could not happen. (laughs) (laughs) But in, in thinking about it, I was just thinking about, like, different things that she could do Mm -hmm. with a wagon, like, just sell, selling things, um... Our services. She does a fantastic job with like jewelry and stuff. She does a good job with jewelry. She does. Jewelry's really, uh, you gotta spend a lot of money to yeah. get your supplies. So yep. that one's not good because then they just steal my jewelry supplies. <laughs> so I don't love that idea. Right. I like the car washing because it does expend her energy. Energy a bit. Right. But I was thinking, tell me what you think about this. What if she bought like a shaved ice machine? Ooh, hun. That's an idea. Right. And she could put it in a cart. So right. she'd have to buy a cart. Shaved, shaved ice machine. Yep. And then some syrups. And I was yeah. thinking what she could do is get some of the... Um, That's a good idea. Non-high uh, fructose syrups. Yeah. Get like some organic non-high fructose ones. So it's not just like food dye. Yeah. Um, I like that idea. Yeah. I think idea. that would be a fun one. And it'd be something... I don't know. I mean, if she still wants to go after the car washes, I'm fine with that. <coughs> but... I'm just trying yeah. to think of a way to teach her how to take what she's gotten and not just buy stuff with it, but right. to continue to expand right. Right. what she can do with it. I like so, that idea. That's a fun idea. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I am going to pitch to yeah. her. I like that idea. That'll be great. Right. Good. Um, so one of the things that I was wanting to talk to you today about is decisions. Yeah. In making decisions. Um, some, you know, you and I in the last week have stumbled upon <laughs> a new technique. In technique. It sounds I don't know if very, that's the appropriate I know, word. right? It sounds very methodical. It's yeah. actually not. It's, it's something I know for myself, and you can say your opinions on this, but I know for myself, I've never, I've always thought it was like a kooky, charismatic thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, kind of brushing it off, like whatever. But you and I have been, you and I have been doing this the last week, and it's right. been really not just centering for you and I, but also, which is a huge one. It's been refocusing our attention on the what is important, but also it's been a time to bring unity to you and I, right? Relationally, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know. Um, 
in in different formats throughout the years, I've heard people talk about when they have a really big decision to make, how they take communion together every yeah. day and they pray about it. Spoiler, that was right. That's the new method. And um, <laughs> I wasn't sure how, how much. I know, right? Do you want me to just keep talking around sure. it? Yeah, sure. Um, but I would look at that and I would think, I mean, great. And <laughs> but I guess I just didn't recognize the power in that and so Nathan and I were making a pretty big decision over the last few weeks here and I just thought I think we need to do that yeah and so we decided to do that and um this is my takeaway from it is and and I don't know why it hadn't occurred to me before but really practically it takes whatever you're praying about whatever Mm -hmm. you're trying to decide and it puts it right back in line with the cross right right with right. who jesus is and what he accomplished and, yeah. and it sh- it takes away all the peripheral all right. the stuff that you want to be praying with or even like or all the like about. bogging yourself down right. with details all, right uh, yeah, you're not thinking about that right. you're just thinking right. about the lord and, and it's been really cool because in that every night when we've been doing it it has um given us revelation we've gotten a word from it every night like um i'll just share a little bit of the word from last night was that um god always has a plan you know before the foundations of the earth christ was crucified before the foundations of the earth he has always been working on a plan you know so as we're trying to figure things out as we're looking at stuff god has always had a plan for us right and we are his children and he's he cares about us he loves us he wants us with him and he's always working on a plan on our behalf and so there's a there is a comfort level that we are able to align ourselves with right as we are taking communion last night recognizing the cross recognizing what it accomplished not just in our salvation but in the bigger schemes of god's god's working and moving and he loves us you know and no matter the direction that we feel like god is leading us in or or even you know I was just thinking about this, babe, that the, no matter how certain we might feel about something, because that's really how we started out taking communion over the last week, is we felt very certain about something, but that we, we were like, let's just, let's do this. You're the one that brought it up. You're like, let's do this, and continually every night until it is final, we bring it before God, Right. In, in centering ourselves in communion. Um, it, it, you're right. It, every single night, we've been doing this for about a week now, every single night, God has given us a word, a different word every night, but it's been like in a, in a, an agreement. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Uh, yeah. And, and something I, I love, um, I always need to be reminded of, and I, I, like to teach is that sometimes when you get too bogged down with something to be able to come back and look at the big picture right and i think that this is a perfect example of how um how jesus gave us this tool to help us remember the big picture exactly right and so when he um talks about taking communion and not not that there's anything wrong with taking communion in church i think it's wonderful i think it's a great part of our liturgy as a service that we do but that we somehow just regulate it to that that time instead of looking at it as no this is a way that jesus has taught us to realign ourselves right with him and with the big picture exactly i was gonna say with the big like the, the big sing- most singular right. thing that right he and did. it gives you perspective <laughs> right. like you were saying right. that it centers us with the perspective of right. christ and um yeah i mean if if anything that <laughs> this last week has accomplished it yeah. is just my uh, it just brought us closer it's brought me closer to the yeah. lord in that yeah so yeah and no matter what our day is filled with or the conversations that we've had in the day you and I always have come back to okay uh, you know whatever was supposedly decided upon or whatever that is coming back at night going but god here's we surrender to you again right, right? we we sacrifice ourselves uh, before you again what are, what are you saying? Um, the other thing that you and I were talking about earlier this morning and, and even yesterday was 
this idea that we follow peace um mm-hmm. and that can that i was just thinking about it, it may make sense it may make sense for you and i but that can seem so nebulous with i i, I perceive people's thoughts being yeah but that sounds so wishy-washy or that 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 sounds so nebulous that ethereal you know there's nothing concrete about that but you and i when we've walked in agreement with each other um with what we believe god is calling us to that there is a sense of peace there and it's not it's it's not things that we have done in a vacuum right it's not either just me or just you or even just us we have people who we we have in our lives who we submit things to here's what we're thinking here's what we're praying about will you guys pray about this and give us feedback on right. it right and so it's it's this idea of peace that um uh we that's what we default to and and i don't mean peace like everything's gonna work out and it right looks... or you don't have any concerns or you don't <laughs> yeah. have any worries no 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 it's um, it's the it's the overwhelming peace, yeah. perhaps in spite of circumstances or in a lack of details, there is peace. Some details may need to be figured out. Circumstances right. may need to hopefully work out for us or well, not. Can but, I talk about yeah. the example I was talking about yeah, absolutely. with you earlier? Yeah. Because this is a really concrete one to me that I didn't have a good reason for. I just didn't have peace about. Sure. And um, a few years ago, when um, I was trying to figure out some of my medical issues, I found that I had a fibroid on my uterus, right? Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't sure what to do. We didn't really have the... We have, like, a Christian sharing medical coverage, yeah. but it's kind of dicey how it covers, how it doesn't cover, <laughs> what's going to work, what's not. And we were fairly new to the area. Or where it's going to cover or, like... Right, like how the, much, yeah, 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 all yeah. of that. Yeah. We were fairly new to the area, so I didn't have any referrals as to where to go. Um, and so I went to my first person that I was referred to and, you know, the, we both like the doctor seemed great. Everything seemed awesome. But basically he said, the only way you're going to get rid of this because it's so huge and because it's so invasive is you're going to have to have a hysterectomy. Right. And, um, it'll be like... Snip, snap, snuff. We're all done. We're good to go. I'll never forget. Snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap. I'll never forget because he was just, I really like this guy. Actually, he's talking to us about finances and he's like, we're like, okay, well, ballpark, what will that cost? And he's like, I'll run you about the cost of a new Honda. Not like a family size Honda, but like a sedan. <laughs> Do you remember that he said that? Yeah. It's so funny. But, um, so, I mean, we like this guy and everything. Sure. He seemed very knowledgeable. But I just did not have peace. I didn't have right. peace about it. And so it's, time goes on. I'm trying to figure out what to do. I get it. I find this other person. Well, wait, wait, wait. Even finding the other person, didn't you? You had done it. No, this is, you're going, okay. Oh, so okay, okay. Um, find this other person. I'm like, okay, well, maybe because I don't want a hysterectomy, I got to find someone who's more natural, right? Who's more of a um, functional medicine person. So time goes by, I find a medical, another person who deals more with um, more, not just straightforward, you know, like, I guess, I don't know how to say it, but I'm more crunchy. Wanted somebody that was a little crunchier than me that I wouldn't have to explain why I didn't want to distract me. I mean, right, because right. the other people are like, well, you're old, you can't have kids. Snip, snap, snip, snap, let's get it done. And right. I just didn't have, I did not have peace with it. And so I go to the crunchy lady who is a doctor, looks at it, she goes, I don't know what to tell you other than you need a hysterectomy. This is what's going to have to happen. You need one. That's the only way that can deal with right. it. It's, it's all I can offer you, right? And so I had gotten two opinions from medical professionals who have been in their field for decades and they one both crunchy, told me the same thing one not <laughs> right and so even when the crunchy person's like you definitely need to go get this removed i was like wow i don't know why i still don't have peace about this oh. and it was really impacting my life well it, and let me say this let me say this so we weren't in agreement right i i was like no you should if they said you should you should but you didn't have peace 
And what we decided in that moment was, unless we agree, let's let's Wait, not table it. Yeah, table it. Like let's not do anything, right? Which is another huge step. If if two people don't agree, don't make a rush, a, a snip, right. snip, 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 decision. snip, snip decision. <laughs> um, you know, let's let's table it. Do more research, whatever it is. Um, even though I was even for it, right? You were like, I really, really don't have peace about it, and I defaulted to, okay, your decision, which was essentially not doing anything right now, right? Right. right. Okay. So I'm wait, and meanwhile, how many years has it been since? I mean, I just had it done the surgery last year, so it was three yeah. years in total. This took. Um, yeah, no, I know what happened. Okay, so two years went by, and I'd seen the two people, um, and then I, I just was, I was like, well, Lord, I need to do something about this. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't want to hysterect me. I don't know where to go. So um, I just started looking up for my third opinion. I started looking up um, people in the area in Austin, and they were people that were covered by our. Insurance provider. Insurance, our, yep. our Christian sharing. And I had a list of them. And I went to Nathan and I said, who do we like? And it wasn't off referrals or anything. We just nope. prayed over it. And, and you'd, you'd give me, was it two or three? Three. Three. Prayed over yeah. it. Went with one guy. And I well, it was like up... it was immediately for me. So you got to, you, one of the big things is, because you got to be in relationship with God. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, and, and rest upon the gifts that he's given you. This is something we've talked about in vacation planning. Lacey will do the research. She'll come to me and I'll be like, bing, bang, bomb. Let's go with number three, you know? Um, but in this, it was, there was one person immediately. I was like, nope, that's a nopers. Like I did not have peace. I didn't just even have me to pull this bobby pin off the bottom of my, no, they're just like happened? everywhere. Bobby they're, pins are oh, everywhere. A, there's a couple over there yeah, on the floor. <laughs> so, so, you know, one of the things is, yeah, I was like, nope on one. The other one, eh, we'll see. But there's a one guy that I really, I was just like, yeah, this guy seems it. Like, he has this guy kind eyes. <laughs> Basically. I mean, I don't know how to tell you my, like, I don't know how to tell you my I method, know. right? But no, it's like, I no, I have peace about this one, right? So let's further investigate. Right. So I set up an appointment and I go in and um, right away they do a really awesome ultrasound, get a really mm -hmm. good idea of what's going on. And I find out about this guy that he actually, um, I had wanted to find a gynecologist that didn't just work with pregnancies, but yep. that had um, a wider scope. And he, this sure. was definitely the guy. And he also specialized in um, endometriosis. Right. And at the time, I was unaware that that was my problem. I just thought that everybody was in agony every month for a week. Like, I thought that was fairly, fairly normally. Right. Normative. <laughs> but um, anyway, so he, he does the exam. He gets the stuff in line. And he basically is like, you know, we want to do the surgery. You have two options. You can either have a hysterectomy or I can just take it off. And I won't have to do the, the option, the only option that the other people had given me was a really like a um invasive myelectomy where yeah. yeah months recovery all this stuff and they couldn't even guarantee it. like it wasn't a good idea right but he was like no 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 i can use that he was so casual about it <laughs> i was actually shocked because i'm like everybody had made such a big deal about it yeah that it wasn't an option and this guy was just like he could do it on his lunch break you know sandwich in one hand not a problem but it was like it was lap is it laparoscopically laparoscopic yeah laparoscopic. so yeah. um which He's, is which is like basically three little holes. Not, yeah, it, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is it, it's not a massive. No, no, surgery. no, no, no. It wasn't. Yeah. And he was so just like, yeah, just decide. Do you want a hysterectomy or do you want this other option? And I'm like, I can get that. Like I had to ask him a few right. times, like are you sure you know and so he's like oh yeah yeah, no problem because the everyone in. else was yeah. so confident about full history. call the office yeah. schedule it you know oh okay like, so um <laughs> lunch break <laughs> anyway a little bit he, more than that he, i mean this guy is pretty incredible like yeah. just i really enjoyed him and he um so he basically he sets up the surgery well then the pandemic hit so it kept getting <coughs> pushed back. That was part of the reason why everything took so long. But so um, we get my surgery scheduled. I was going to hold on real quick. I need to do a quick interruption. 
So I'm sniffling and coughing over here. I'm not dying, I promise. Nor do I believe I have COVID. I got some kind of like flu cold Nobody thing. Nobody cares, honey. No, but I'm doing like... That's fairly normative. Into... That's not... <laughs> it feels more than what is usual. This is like man cold kind of conversation. Tell me how you feel. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, cultivaterelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others. Uh, We've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. We've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit cultivaterelationships.com support. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. I was talking, I was whining about my cold because I feel extra sniffly and coffee today than I usually am. You're still whining about it. Please okay. continue. Your, I will continue. Tell me, let's, let's tell Talk the, about me. Let's tell the story that happened to you and not me. Go ahead. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, um, <laughs> pandemic hit, we have to keep bumping it back. So finally opens up for me to get the surgery done and remember back to why I chose this guy is because he can work with my insurance. insurance. So, and I had called the sharing thing. They said, not a problem that either wherever I have my surgery, if it's not out of his office, then they work with wherever he has privileges. Right. So wherever he has privileges. So I didn't think I, I mean, I had done everything right. I called everybody. So I get to my pre-op, which was three days before the surgery. Yes. And I get in there, and they see me. Everything's great. They're all great. Because this is a, isn't it like a Thursday or Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. And my surgery before was the Tuesday. weekend. Yeah. Right. Following. Yeah. Had my COVID test, all of that done. That I was back during the day when they would stick the thing all the way back to your brain and kind of wiggle it around for a little while. Hey guys, speaking <laughs> of COVID tests, guess what I've had to do my entire life? You've had the brain wiggles. Test. Yeah, because they have to stick it all the way down into your lungs. Like to get I'm sorry about that. To get I feel like it just went all the way up like that. Like No, honey, it curves around. I know, it doesn't feel like that. It curves, I understand. <laughs> but once again, once again, all of you guys who have done COVID tests okay. and we're like mm, Honey, what is this? What do you think? We just all need to sit around you and cry together. <laughs> Listen. All of your... This story is all about you. I needed some attention, okay? okay? I give it I'll give it to you. I need this. <laughs> so <laughs> So, yeah, so I get in there. Everything looks great. We're all set up. And then I'm walking out and financial says, oh, by the way, we don't accept your provider. You have to have 20% of a surgery that costs the Honda, right? No, 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 no. This is this is new place. New, new time, new place. (laughs) Right. It wasn't the Honda. It was more of a Mercedes or something. It was more of a two-bedroom on, you know, in a nice area of town. Um, <laughs> um, a Manhattan condo, okay? No, not that much. Um, it's more brain surgery level. Oh, that's true. Um, so anyway, they said, we need 20% for you to have this done by Tuesday in cash, an unmarked bag in the alleyway. And I'm like, I... How much is that? And they yeah. say, well, we don't actually know. This is with a straight face. They said, well, we don't actually know because our software is not working. And I'm like, well, how can I get you 20% of a number you don't know? And they're like, we'll get back to you. Right. So Friday comes. They call me. They're like, hey, we don't have the number yet, but you still need to have us 20% of an unknown number by Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, maybe you should get that number. So then... I think I called him a few times on Friday. Saturday, I call him. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows. So then I decide, listen, this is not my problem. Right. This is their problem. Right. 
And meanwhile, I was really freaking out about, back to the freaking out, I was freaking out about the whole thing because it's all this buildup. I finally get my surgery. We have three years of a pandemic later, three doctors, all this stuff. Finally get my surgery. And I run into this. And I'm just like, Lord, I have been praying. I've been praying. I followed peace. I followed where you left me. I've been really excited to get this done. It's finally happening. And then this. And Nathan and I were praying about it. And we just felt like we just need to show up for the surgery. Right. And so it was crazy. Okay. So first of all, I've done a lot of surgeries. And so I know, like, there's this whole, like, you... You park, you walk your loved one into the... <laughs> you sit with them. Room. You sit with them as they're, like, you know, contemplating what's about to happen. And you give them peace and rest and pray and laugh and talk and all of these things in a normal surgery. That's not happening this time. I literally had to dump her off at yeah, the curb basically. and go park across like, the street. like, beep, beep, out of the car. <laughs> Seriously. So I like have to like dump her off on the curb and I go across the street and sleep in our car. Right. Because it's an early surgery and a surgery, mind you, that should only getting there. It's supposed to be an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Right. Surgery. So I go get in line. I have my little my belongings, you know, and no. She's literally in a line. I'm in a line of sad people who are Hold all my... by themselves. Alone holding their Alone. bags of belongings. Exactly. Like, oh, you're going to cut me. And so I get up there and I'm wondering what's going to happen. Like, are they going to be like, you, you need to pay us 20% of an unknown number. And, but they didn't. They just let me in. Right. And, um, meanwhile, I'm so nervous. I'm so you've nervous. You've never, I never you've had never... a surgery. Gone no. under anesthesia, nothing. No, I was I was all by myself, so I like have my little headphones and I'm listening to worship music and I have like um I have a problem, like I'm a nervous peer. Oh my so God. when I get too nervous I have to go to the bathroom all the time. Well then they're like which so I'm just like keep running to the bathroom when I come back and then they're hooking me up and then I'm having to like unhook and go. it was just like and then I'm panicking <laughs> because they're telling me that they're not gonna put a catheter and I'm like, I'm gonna pee all over the table and <laughs> it was a lot of drama and they yeah. took my glasses and I couldn't see Anyway, she's legally blind without the, her glasses. So you get, wait, wait. So whoever your doctor or whoever the anesthesiologist is, right, is coming in, talking to you and you're like, I can't see you. No, I couldn't see anybody. No. Because they took my glasses. Because you're legally blind. But I blind. said to the anesthesiologist, I said, please, can you help me? I am so nervous. And he goes, just talk to my, my assistant. He'll be able to make sure that you're less nervous. And so the assistant comes in. I'm like, please, kind sir. Who she can't see. <laughs> you, the anesthesiologist says you can help me. <laughs> but anyway, so, so anyway, I have the surgery and they, I mean, they never said anything about the financial stuff, which is just so miraculous, right? Like yeah. if that software wouldn't have been down, I I don't know what we could have done. I don't know. I don't know. But the Lord just made a way. And so I ended up having the surgery and this hour and a half surgery was like five hours long so back to <laughs> back cut, to you in the car cut back to me in the car an hour and a half later with my timer set because i'm like i'm gonna i don't want her to be like kicked on the curb and wait for me i have to pick her up right so um they the night here's what happened is an hour and a half had my timer set i wake up because i'm sleeping it, it was early in the morning yeah it was early um wake up and and thankfully the doctor did call me and he's like hey here's what happened here's it's going to take longer because of... There's been an accident. No, I was kidding. No, no. He was really kind. Yeah. He, was, he was like, surgery is going really well, but here's what we're doing. Here's in addition to the fibroid, also what we're doing, you know? And he, I mean, he was being very thorough with the insides. Explanations. Yeah. I was just going to say thorough in terms of like things that he was doing in well yeah, yeah so my my and this is part of the reason why you know we're talking about following peace is this guy was a specialist with endometriosis yeah and they get into my body and i have um everywhere stage four every everywhere on and her brain it's, no it's not on my on brain you do you know you can get it in your brain and your no legs. i know i'm just <laughs> it wasn't that yeah, no. it wasn't there no, but no, no. it was all it was it was a lot of places. Yeah, we'll just, just say I'm not yeah. going to get into the graphics. Yeah. But then on top of that, I had all these adhesions. I had to cut yeah. apart because all of my internal organs were all 
stuck adhered. together, right? Yeah. And um, so they're pulling me all apart. They're taking out this fibroid, and this fibroid that they thought was, uh, I don't know, smaller than they knew well, it was like, big. It, from what we had seen or from what we had known, it was like a size of a solid fist, right? Right, and it was, it was, yeah. it was the size of a cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. The next time you go to the store and Look at purchase a cantaloupe, a cantaloupe and think of me. Just think. In honor. That's what Lacey had. <laughs> and purchase that cantaloupe and eat it in Gross. honor of... You just kind of bring it to the next... Should I say what you did? Well, I did have an honorary cantaloupe after I recovered, just for old exactly. time's sake. Yeah. There you go. So anyway... Old time's sake. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, it was like all... They didn't know that at first, so... Right. You know I'm a mess, right? Inside's a mess. But because this guy specialized in all of this and i just didn't have the normal the honda guy just do a snip and pull you know snip and tuck yeah (laughs) they were able to discover all of this other stuff and fix it yeah and so it's like i look at that and i go lord you just you completely led me through all of this you know it wasn't just from God's perspective and from what we found out later, it wasn't just this fibroid that was giving you issues. It was the endometriosis. It was was all all of these things. And so things that you had lived with for years, God was wanting to be thorough and take care of, but we had to follow peace to get us there, not to make quick snap decisions, not to, and Not it to was, basically to wait was right? miserable. Right, right, right. The yeah, wait I mean, was miserable. Waiting cost you something. It did. Right? And so it's not that, you know, it's not like we follow peace because everything's going to work out and everything's all comfortable and hunky-dory. Right. It's, no, sometimes it waiting and following peace will cost us something, but recognizing that God is being more thorough than maybe what compromising would have done, right? Compromising would have just solved the one fibroid issue. Right. It would not have dealt anything with your endometriosis, which, you know, along with that, in addition to, we now have someone that Lacey's able to go to. Get help. And get to get help, <laughs> yeah, right? for real. Yeah. yeah, and so, and then the financial end of things, um, our sharing network, I mean, it was a process, but it took care of it all. Right. Over the course of the right. last, you know, six we didn't months have here. to, you know, we didn't have to have unmarked bills. We didn't have to have a <laughs> duffel bag of right, cash. Yeah. But at Nothing. the end of it all, I had a reaction to the anesthesia. The um, oh, anesthesia. Word. So they, am I saying that word right? I always anesthesia. say it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was in there for longer, just vomiting. And at the end of it all, when they finally could get rid of me, they just kind of like wheeled me oh. out and dumped me at the curb. <laughs> True story. I literally had to, again, drive up, pick her up at the curb, <laughs> hoping she wouldn't vomit Gosh, in the car. I do not recommend surgeries during pandemics. They are not the best. Oh my it was word. very no. interesting. No. But yeah, so, you know, all, all, of, all of Lacey's story to say that, you know, when her and I have made decisions, you know, whether it's within our immediate family we follow peace meaning Lacey and I are united in the decision if it involves thing bigger things like um you know moves or or financial decisions or stuff like that we may bring other people in to share I mean a great great example of that is like our financial advisor and our tax stuff like bringing other people in who are smarter than us you know who are who know right and we also we have people in our life that are older than us yeah. that have walked with the Lord yeah. for a while and Who've that we know love, love him and love yeah. us and, and that we and call them and we ask them, can you pray with us? Yeah. And they're missionaries. So they know the ministry. Well, side I'm not and... just talking about right, 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 right. Yeah. One specific couple, but I'm talking yeah. about, we have several, oh, several. people, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but it, it's almost like we have people in our life. So we have a group of people, but we have that each of them are, are experts. Right. If you will, in their own area, that we can go to and say, "Here's what we're thinking. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> like, is this is this a good direction to go into?" And so it's it's that idea of not only are you and I united, it's also inviting that other couple in, or inviting those people in, or inviting those experts in, and asking, "Here's what we're thinking," or "Here's a decision that's been placed before us," or "Here's a complication that we've run into." Right what you know to be honest with you though i feel like peace is kind of my trump card 
Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I really do struggle moving forward unless I do have yeah. peace in an area. But again, I think... I, I, I don't want to sound like... <sighs> peace takes maturity. And it, it takes a... I would say a history... Hold on, bear with me here. It takes a history of maybe people in your life because it's like there's there's I if you want to chalk it up to good or bad decisions but maybe be maybe like decisions that aren't very comfortable but we have peace about that takes walking with God does that make and sense it does and I but I think I would I hesitate to make a formula like oh, call a friend, absolutely. call somebody <laughs> no, more no, no, mature, no. and if they say go for it, go for it. No, but this I is think why that it sounds... all of those things have to work in conjunction. Exactly, hand in hand, it, it's, you know? it's all a balancing act, right? right? And so it's not like a, it's a method or that it's a it, it's a formula. If A and B equal C, then we'll do. And just that. And just to throw this out there, if it if it is something that you're pursuing or that you're deciding that is against the Bible. Like, it does right. not align with the word of God. There is a definite no there. Okay, so here's one. Here's a, here's a fantastic one, okay? Right. So do you remember when we were engaged and we had some friends of ours who were like, because we were telling them some of the medical issues, some of the financial issues, stuff like that. And they're like, uh, eh, mm, no? No. Oh, okay. No, I was just going to say, like, we defaulted to, no, this is, we feel like God Well, yeah, the, it, it, it would... They could see our struggle. We've always had a struggle with Nathan's disease getting his insurance, like how right. we're going to work that out. And right. they had some solutions that would have been solutions, but that we didn't feel like... We weren't comfortable We with. weren't comfortable with yeah. them. And they, I mean, from the world stance, they would have been fine. But for us, we Well, yeah, like, I was going to say, mm-hmm. from, from the world stance and technically legally, they would have been fine. But we were uncomfortable with it because that was not what you and I had... Agreed upon, right. essentially, you know, and and so and what our values, yeah, ex- exactly, and so it, that's what we're saying, though, is it's it's messy, and we're 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 sharing all of these like ideas and thoughts and everything, but it's messy, and it takes you, and if you're married, you and your spouse, or if you're single, uh, I would I would still invite a community, right, like that that relational aspect in of some close friends who you know are led by the spirit who you know love jesus who you know love you and not just you know default to whatever bad idea you have you know yeah that sounds like great you gotta you do you you know um but it's like hey they know what's best for you i don't know right so in honor of this topic yes we have decided that we are going to hash out a problem we do in our household yes live yeah, so, so it's that you nothing, can listen to us. It's nothing argue. Like a major surgery issue. This uh, is so you guys have heard us talk about marble jars before, right? Which I do want to I do want to promote real quick before yes. we get into this um, open display of our communication. <laughs> I want to promote that we have, if you weren't aware, we have small group studies <coughs> on our Cultivate Relationships website, and yes, they are. Um, they have videos with them that go along with talking points and are the one that I, I just think would go along really good with this subject is our communication small group, yes. which you can do. Uh, we just had a couple walk through it for premarital. Yeah. So uh, we've, we've done had groups walk through. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done, th- so the small group resources, uh, you can find at our website, cultivate relationships.com, uh, slash resources. You can just go to our website go to the menu uh but it's slash resources and hit the small group tab and um yeah like Lacey's saying they're these video series that are six weeks long or six videos long you could do them in a group you could do them in a we have a church that's doing them in a, as a marriage group as a marriage small group individually but yeah recommend the communication one it'll be fantastic also, and hopefully we stick to our own uh, advice during well, this. We'll see. Um, there's also w- one that's coming up on conflict that may be, uh, <laughs> may be beneficial yeah. after, <laughs> after this.
the topic we're going to be covering is we've reached a crossroads with our marble jar slash screen time system. System. So what what we've had set up for maybe a year. It's been a couple, I thought. You think so? I think so. Anyway, it's been for a... A while. A while. We have had a system in place for the girls to get screen time. So that means their Kindles, a movie, anything like that. Yes. They have to... And the only thing that is outside of that is music and audiobooks. We don't make them put marbles in for that. Right. But, like, you know, they they love editing pictures. They love games. They love that kind of stuff. So to earn five minutes of screen time, they have to earn a marble. And throughout doing their chores, being kind to one another, obeying right away, not arguing, they earn marbles. And then also because we homeschool, uh, subjects that they complete. You just started that one. It is not taken off like wildfire. Really? No, because they're not doing their schoolwork. No. Which is a different issue. No, like... No, it's not working. So we've we've gone to a point <laughs> where this conversation. Right, where m- marbles are no longer working for a few reasons. Number one, the kids are cheating like crazy. Like Ari always has like half a jar of marbles. How? And I don't know. Lydia's blessed. She is a she lot always has more honest. Zero. I know. She has zero marbles. <laughs> and then Nathan and I, we don't remember to give them out anymore. You know what? That's we've unfair. Been, no, we've been I've bad. been fantastic. I've been really good. Yep. When's the last time you gave out a marble? Uh, two days ago. Two days? Yep, because, two days ago because uh, Lydia finished science. So I gave her marbles. Okay, and then another thing science. we've not been agreeing on is I don't think it should take marbles to, like, edit a picture or do their some of the little things they're doing that they like to do. Well, here's, here's why I think there should be marbles, because... Mom, can I edit a picture? Yeah, sure. And I go and look on the screen, and they're watching a video. Right. Um, another problem we've been having is YouTube, which I'm, we're not fans of, the freestyling no. on YouTube. And they have a kid's YouTube app. Like, they're not totally freestyling, but... We still don't, I don't like, like it. some of the shows. No, I don't like it. And Or even some of the YouTuber... Yeah, the, influence, just the, whatever. Yeah, just the value system of right. some of those things. One of the things we do, another thing we disagree about is sometimes, for the love, I need them to be able to watch a movie and just calm down or have a moment to just relax. Like, Ari's been kind of sick, and so I need her to just be still. And she doesn't ever want to be still. She's always moving, always playing. And the minute, if she feels unwell, if she starts to feel even a tidge bit better, she's out and about. And so I was trying to bribe her with a movie today, and Nathan was insisting that she have marbles for it, and it it wasn't working. And so I want the freedom to be able to say, I need a break, go and watch a movie. Okay. So. So we are in a You're saying scrap the marbles. They're not working. They're not working. They're not working. Okay. Are they not working because we're not consistent enough? Or are they not working because they're not honest I think, enough? I think it's, uh, I think both of those things are true. I also think another thing is that they've lost their appeal. Like, they're, j- you know how you just do something for a while so, and it just doesn't, you just get out of the habit. Okay, so here's one thing that, you know, okay, let's scrap the marble idea. But what if we, like, they had to check out their Kindles? for a specific amount of time. So like if they checked it out, they'd be checking it out for like a half hour. First of all, we kill the YouTube The app, app. is gone. We're done with it. We've done. decided okay. that already. That's an, an agreement. But what if we did that where it's like, could they check it out for a certain amount of time? And to be honest, it's like once we kill the YouTube app, I, f- I would feel more comfortable just letting them have it. When Just they letting want them to. have it when they want to. So that's that's one thing where marble can be set aside. But I. But what if we we they had to check them out, and it would only be for like a certain amount of time, unless it was for room time, which we let them read books or right. listen to books during room time before bedtime. Um, I feel like that might work in conjunction with us telling them that they have to. We have to kill the YouTube app. That hey, the benefit of this of us taking YouTube off is, is that you get to have a little bit more freedom in terms right. of when and how you use it. <coughs> the thing that I feel like is a little nebulous is checkout. Like, what do you mean by checkout? So for, okay. So for example, you know, we'll have them in our room. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, you know, the chargers in our room, all of that. 
and they check it out. So can I, uh, can I play, can I play on my Kindle? Can I play on my Kindle? I'm bored. Okay. And it's like, well, did you feed the cat, feed the dog? No. Well, okay, number one, do that. Uh, you know, two, did you do a shower? <laughs> I haven't showered in like a week. Okay, okay well, so dude, what if... So, uh, like, they have to do right. chores before they check it out, right? What if on the big board in the hallway, the big whiteboard, we have a daily checklist Ooh. of things that have to be accomplished before you can check out your Kindle for a certain amount of time? I like that. That's fine. But but kind of regardless, at night, during room time, they, they can still have get it, it for... Movies and... Not movies. No. Book, listening books, to books, yeah. and... Like they they like to music. fall asleep to worship music, which is so funny. So. That's like another problem that Amazon has going for it. Is oh that my goodness! You get music unlimited. No music. You get music with Prime, <coughs> but then your kid will accidentally hit the new song they want to listen to, and they charge you eight dollars <laughs> for the month. Right. Which is not like it's not like we're gonna not be able to eat this month. But they keep doing <laughs> it, and then they have to call Amazon, and like Lydia's bought the family pack before, and it's just like they don't mean to. They just make it so easy to do it. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, yeah, let it go. So have we come to an agreement? Okay, we need to workshop a little bit. How long every day can they check? Like, let's say they get up in the morning, like Ariana does yeah. her whole checklist. Does she just get her iPad all day long? No. So that's what I was saying is what if we had a specific time limit, like blocks of time that they can Like, so for it. the day, they would have hour for the entire day. S- something to that effect, yeah. Okay, I feel like the you details I mean? might need to be worked out a little bit, but right. but I I, I like think that's this. a little bit better. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, let's say the entire day they have an hour minus music and audiobooks. Minus music and audiobooks, they have an hour to do whatever they wanted on the Kindle. Okay, you know whether it's play apps or you know stuff like that watch a movie do they have to do it in succession like the whole hour at one time uh, no that's and i think maybe that's what we need to that's what i need to work out and then also what does it work. mean like if i wanted them to go watch a movie because sometimes in the summer they just get yeah. overheated and i need to send them to sit in the living room well, and i while. think uh, here's the thing is is as we give them more freedom I, it's like i want them to just ask like that's not kind, just that's start what... uh not just start something but can it hey can i go watch a movie i'm overheated or can i go watch a show which they do ask but i think if we remove the marbles it'll be it'll make them feel a little less like, like yeah uh, what, what is that um, constrained but yeah. that if we do yeah. say hey is your chore checklist done right like first and foremost your chore, chore checklist, checklist done yeah. even if they're overheated hmm it's a good question uh, well, I mean, in theory, they shouldn't even be playing. Well, because then we have to, what's the incentive? I mean, they, they love to go out and play in the pool. I know. So we don't let them out of their rooms ever. Here's the thing. Until their chore checklist is done. We don't let them out of the house. <laughs> we padlock their doors. <laughs> Hold on. Let me break. Let me workshop this. You'll break it down. <laughs> let me workshop this. We don't feed them. Okay. Until they've fed the animals. We make food like a scavenger hunt, where each item of food for them is, like, part of their chore. Like, their Ooh. breakfast is in the bathroom until they clean it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? And if they haven't swept the floor, their <laughs> breakfast is on the floor. Exactly. I like that. This just sounds like OCS might be called in. <laughs> Someone listening to our podcast. <laughs> Exactly. Beep, bop, boop, bop, bop. I would like you to Hello. listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, okay. No, but I feel like we're, we're... We have a skeleton of an idea. I like this idea. Okay, this is I, good. Th- okay, so this is this is the core of what I like about it. It is getting rid of YouTube. Yes, number one. It is making them feel like they have a little bit more autonomy with not being so strict with the, the marbles. Right, right. The marbles... I did like the fact that I could reward positive behavior, but like what we've been talking about, I just want that to be something more verbally, like like hey, I really appreciate hey, I really appreciate okay, this today. You know I appreciate I have been that doing? today. Okay, guys, here's a non-paid sponsorship promo. Um, so I've been doing the thirty, the forty-day love dare 40. for parents. 
I've been doing the 40 you days. dare to letter. love your kids for 30 days. I only have to love them for 40 days. <laughs> and then I can be done. No, it's the love dare for Woo, parents. that was rough. <laughs> Can't wait to do it for the marriage one. Exactly. Um, no, it's, it's, the, it's the love dare for parents. And so one of the big things is the, the verbal affirmation. Because I know I can, I know for myself, my default is to be like, great you're doing something but you did 13 other horrible things right that's so it's been a good challenge for me it's been a good i know challenge. i'm not saying anything i'm just listening with very neutral expression <laughs> uh-huh so um but that's been one of the things as a habit that they're building and so that's i've been doing that over the last or been more intentional and conscious of my words toward them over the past week in terms of making sure I see something good that they're doing and focusing in on that rather than here are the all of the other ways or even if they're doing the good thing not correcting it because they're not doing it well or good enough or up to my stand right like doing like Lydia with dishes great she loaded the dishwasher you know but Hey, good job. I really appreciate when you put your mind to things that you you do a really good job, you know, and being more intentional with my words that way. And so I think that's what you're getting at is the positive affirmation is not through marbles, mm-hmm. but through, hey, we just love you. Good job. Right. That was right. You know, great job on that. Great initiative on that. Great, you know, whatever. Whatever. Being more doing. intentional with those yeah. instead yeah. of letting marbles. And being more generous. Yeah. I know for myself, I have to be generous with compliments because I'm not. I'm not a generous person. Which is really funny because your love language is words of affirmation. I just want people My, to say how good. the churn tables have turned. <laughs> I just want people to tell me how good I am. I know without, without giving any kind of to do that reciprocation. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If everyone would just focus on me, I know. I would. I, I would be I fine. That. And I feel like everyone else would be too. <laughs> um. Hey, this was good. I enjoyed it. I actually did too. Thank you. I mean, not actually. Thank you for like, this meeting. <laughs> oh, the other thing, you know, dealing with conflict and dealing with communication and, and decision making, um, we do talk about conflict resolution in our book, on love, um, and so we do highly recommend that. And we've had, in all seriousness, some incredible testimonies coming out of people reading our book. Right. And um, I, I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm blown away by the testimonies of people who who say that it's actually changed their life in how they pursue God, how they perceive God, and even in their relationships with other people. And so just really want to thank people for buying the book, purchasing it. It is a... And reading a, it. And reading it. It's a great way that <laughs> It's a people... two-step thing. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and, you know, it's been so cool because it's like they'll read the book and then they'll purchase books for people that they right. know and so that's yeah, just I love that too I, I just had a friend tell me that the other day and I'm just like oh my god well, we had so somebody cool. that read it and was so changed by it they said I want to I want everybody who wants one for a specific uh yeah. thing we were doing I want yeah. everybody who's here and tonight yeah. to get one if they want one because it, oh, it, cha- so it so many so times, yeah. moved me and yeah. so changed me so I thought that was really amazing yeah. um so yeah so that was our live conflict uh, resolution that was a lot less dramatic than that was I thought really it would be. easy that was an easy one though all right the next one is discipline let's Ooh, debate that one yeah actually it's not right now i feel like there's gonna be a lot of <laughs> a lot of hard words towards me <laughs> you know like, what I'm... all right anyways <laughs> you know what i'm just gonna call this okay, episode so, <laughs> or do you have more to say hey just one more thing okay um I just I do want to blanket that talk and the fact that that was an easy one for us and that we have had years and years and years of non easy. Oh, I was gonna say conversations. That's how our whole marriage has been is that and, easy. <laughs> <laughs> and just learn learning how to. I think the number one thing is learning how to value the other person's opinions and believing the best about them, believing well, that they. No good, want yeah. the best for you yeah and they care about you like i know yeah. that's my biggest struggle and now that the lord oh has it's really... my biggest struggle i think that's in any relationship right. that's the biggest struggle right. is believing the best that you actually care 
first and foremost, about the situation and that you care about right. what I'm... And, yeah. you know, we always talk... If you've heard us talk at all, oh, you know Lord. we bring up the... the truth that we learned our very first marriage conference and truth that has kept us together to this day is you look at your spouse and you say you are not my enemy you are not my enemy as much as i believe as much as i want as to proving think, it to me as as you are acting out in front right, of me and that we have a we have a real enemy that's trying to come in and lie Absolutely. and destroy our marriage but you <laughs> are not it and right. so and there's been times there's been real times her and i have been in a fight and we're like stop <laughs> this is stupid we obviously have thoughts in our brain that we know the enemy is feeding us and it is just playing right in to that cycle of believing the worst about the other oh, person yeah. and so oh, it's yeah. it, it's you have to affirm you have an enemy who loves nothing more than to steal kill and destroy you your relationships your emotions and your mind and i and i honestly i think right now currently in our marriage parenting is the number one thing that we are still oh trying to work on in real time well, because it's like is, through a lot of like glances and like the problem is is i'm right <laughs> but lacy's not agreeing with me and so i will cut you if you keep it <laughs> um <laughs> no, no, and so it's 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 if you're watching the video, uh, what just went down would make more sense. Um, but it's it is that it's that it's that belief that the other person is for you. They're not your enemy. Well, I'd say first, they're not your enemy. Two, believe that they're for you. Um, but then also in this situation, dealing with parenting, that Lacey just needs to get on board with what I say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm gonna dare you to rethink that comment. <laughs> I only have to do it for 40 days. Exactly, right? <laughs> All right. That, that should work, seeing how the kids are at home for another 10 years. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs>